everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Midwest Madness, your true crime cult conspiracy encrypted podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Danielle. And guess what, Emily? We are at Disney. Yeah, but guess what else? What? I'm still sick. So, you didn't notice it last episode because I didn't do as much talking, but I'm working in a kindergarten classroom this year and they're tiny, disgusting little germ monsters. So I get sick, and then I get healthy, and then I get sick, and then I get healthy, and then I get sick, and then I get healthy. So I literally missed work last Monday because I felt so bad. I felt so sick. You and Allie, I swear, get sick more than anyone else. I, I have never been this sick in my entire life. Like, usually I get sick one time for, like, a week. It hits me hard, and then I'm fine. It's so funny, too, because I have, like, the worst diet, <laughs> but, like, the best immune system. I'm knocking on one right now because... <laughs> I don't want to get sick, but so I'm at the tail end of it. I'm, I haven't like I didn't even take any like meds yesterday or today. It's like cold meds. So I know I'm coming to the end of it, but I'm just giving you a heads up. I might have to like take a drink of water. Somebody told me that me and your one of us is always sick. <laughs> oh, like uh, during the part, like the if I'm not sick, you're sick. Yeah, they're like, you're, you guys are sick a lot. I'm like, <laughs> OK, well, I haven't been sick in a long time. So you're like, well, fight me. OK, <laughs> <laughs> mine is because I work with tiny children and I really need to knock on wood because i'm not <laughs> risking getting sick oh my god no okay. all right <laughs> if you hear dogs barking in the background it's because emily just all right. actually they surprisingly didn't okay so my story and your story actually have quite a few things in common interesting um you're doing a disappearance too yes Swag. but mine is solved okay but it's weird and also cadaver dogs Huh. Or in mine too. I was like, oh, sounds like my story. What state are we in? Um, what state? I'm in Wisconsin. Okay. And mine is a lot more recent than yours. So mine starts on October 10th, 2013, when 27 year old. That's, sorry, it's just crazy. Like mine was 1993. Yours is 2013. I know. That's 2023. Yeah, it's like weird. So. I was right. We did. We were doing. We the were same kind of like, yeah, we're along the same lines. Um. So, twenty-seven-year-old Kelly Dwyer. Have you heard this one? Do you um, know this? Not by name. Okay. I feel like I've heard this story before, or I've heard one that's very, very, very similar from. Because for a minute, I thought this was one in Australia, and I was like, oh, did I accidentally write down a name that's in another country, like on another continent? But it's just really similar to a story that's happened over there. And I don't know her name, but you might recognize the whole story. So, Kelly Dwyer was going to go out with her boyfriend, Chris Zuko, in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. The two had been dating for a year, and despite the 11-year age gap, the two seemed like a good pair. Kelly met Chris at his apartment building, and the pair left around 8 p.m. to try and get some cocaine. They end up going to a bar called Aluminum, Allium, A-L-L-I-U-M, Allium, okay. And that was right across the street from Chris's apartment. They end up leaving the bar around 2.30 and they get back to Chris's apartment building at 2.37 a.m. The next morning, one of her coworkers called Kelly, but her cell phone went straight to voicemail, and the extremely social media act of Kelly had not posted all day. And by morning, I don't know if that means like 7 a.m., 8 a.m., 10 a.m. Like I, it just said morning, so I'm assuming just sometime before noon. 
So I don't have a better timeline than that, unfortunately. Sometimes when I'm recovering from a night out, I won't go on my phone like all day. And my like my friends will be texting me. And if I don't answer by like three o'clock or four o'clock, yeah. they're like concerned about me. That's they're really like, cute. Are you alive? <laughs> I have a friend who. So sorry. Just the fact that like she had a friend who was like in the uh, morning was like she's not hasn't really posted or yeah. like what's going on. That's well, not like and her. apparently she's just like super social media active like yeah. it was it was like she was one of those people that would post what her breakfast was and what her lunch was and like what she was doing that day or like lol laundry today or you know yeah. stuff like that so the fact that she hadn't posted anything was just like a red flag for her friends so uh i wasn't sure why her coworker was calling because kelly had told people the that she didn't have to work the next day so she was planning on sleeping in, doing some yoga in the morning, and then getting some laundry done. She'd wanted a, quote, easy day, end quote. It does sound like Kelly was super close with her coworkers, though. She worked at an athletic, athletic apparel store and was a part-time nanny and seemed to really love both things. So, like, you know when you say, people say, like, oh, they're my tribe or, like, they're my whatever. You have your ass tats. <laughs> um, that's that was her group like her co-workers Co-workers. they they just were like super close and were like a really big family and and so i don't know if they were checking on her because like they needed her to come in or they were just checking on her because they were friends speaking as someone who has quite is quite good friends with one of her co-workers and a few of her ex-co-workers yeah i would assume it's more like on the friend side so was that's kind of where i was at too yeah. because i have a couple of coworkers that I, I if i didn't hear from them in a day i have one that i have a snap streak with that's like over a year long so if i didn't hear from her i'd be like this is weird something is not right you know so the the coworker calls the police and reports kelly missing so Alarms were going off for police, too, because her phone was either off or dead. She hadn't, again, hadn't posted on social media, which was super unusual, and she had not made any payments or, like, purchases on her credit or debit card, which was also unusual for her. So police head to Chris's apartment building and talk to Chris, who tells police that they are not exclusively dating. So he and Kelly have this relationship, but he is like, no, we're not, we're not dating. According to Chris, and it really bugs me because he's Chris with a K, mm-hmm. and every Chris with a K that I know is female, female, except for one, but I don't actually, like, know that person. Chris Lindahl is oh. with a K. Yeah. The billboard guy. Yeah, the billboard guy. He's with a K. <laughs> so, it, like, it really wigs me out that it's with a K because I have a really good friend that's that Chris, so I always have to remind myself it's a man. So, according to Chris, he had a long-time situationship. He do- he's like, I'm not dating anybody. But she called herself his girlfriend. Okay. Named Megan. They'd been together for three years. And he also told police that they should talk to the other men that Kelly had been seeing since she was on dating apps and had been with other men, like, hanging out and talking with them when she and Chris were out the night before. Chris did admit that he and Kelly were more like, quote, friends with benefits, end quote. 
and often partied together. He said the night before wasn't much different. They did cocaine, so they found some. Uh, went to the bar, had sex, and then passed out. Uh, after they passed out, um, it was on the couch, and Chris said he heard Kelly leave the next morning at 9 a.m. So he tells he's telling the detectives this, and while that detective is interviewing Chris, that detective gets a text from another one who says, quote, she never comes out, end quote. So there are cameras all over Chris's building. And she never leaves? Yes. And so Detective One is interviewing Chris. Uh-huh. I don't have their names, unfortunately. Oh, I get it. And then, and then the Detective, detective Two is downstairs is looking... watching the tapes. Yeah, 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 yeah. From the night before. He sees her come in with him at but 2.37. She... But he never sees her come out. But then he never sees her leave okay, the building. got it. So, clearly, police don't think that Chris is telling them the truth. And since Chris had admitted to doing drugs, they are able to get a search warrant for his apartment. Police found cocaine, pot, hydrocodone, and oxycodone in the apartment. And they also found... One said it was a CD-ROM. <laughs> yeah, I know. In 2013, for God's sake. <laughs> and the other one said that it was a hard drive. But either way, they found child pornography oh, in his house. no. Bad. So... Chris's mom, like, and I didn't write this down, but she, like, really defends him and says, like, I don't think it was his because he apparently was an IT guy. And she said that they just kind of collect things from clients that don't need them anymore and, like, end up tinkering with them and fixing them up and blah, blah, blah. So so she's claiming it's, like, someone else's mm-hmm. and it's just in his word. Yeah. All right. Well. <coughs> so. Don't know about that. Okay. But. Sounds like mom is doing some deflecting. (laughs) They also found some really fucked up videos on his phone of Kelly from a few weeks before she disappeared. Um, These videos were taken while they were having sex. Okay. And they are of him choking Kelly to the point where she is unconscious in some of the videos and she is like in a panic in other ones so not like a fun breath play situation fun for some people that would freak me out (laughs) um but like in a he's legit strangling me to death right now yeah i was gonna say kind of way yeah okay if it's if it seems that way because you know some people are in into that kind of stuff but if she if it seemed like she wasn't then it seemed like it seemed like it was maybe a consensual thing, but he was taking it. It was going too far. Too far. Okay. Right. Especially if she's unconscious. Like that's not That's fucking weird. I'm not gonna That's not that's so I'm not are into I'm that. not yucking anybody's yum, but how do you get pleasure from something if you're unconscious? I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm not yucking other people. Yes, you are either. right now. No, I am not. <laughs> yes, you are. I don't. I just don't understand how you how that could be consensual. I just don't. That doesn't make sense to my brain. My brain doesn't. It's like I don't get it. But I'm. I digress. I guess I just read a lot of dark romance, and that just it seems to be quite the common occurrence in my my. Books. They pass out. Yeah. For how long? Not very long. 
we need to have we, I'm like, do we, we need to have a come I'm not to Jesus saying this is like something I'm into I'm just saying other people are and it's like what a, more power to you if God you I are. wish we recorded these because Emma's face is she's I'm like oh my I'm God. making like, her so are family friends are friends listen to this <laughs> they're gonna think crazy things I'm not saying that I'm, I'm just saying like I just it happened like it is like people are into that so we can't whatever i'm I'm not trying to yuck it i guess is what i'm saying but i think the main point of really don't understand i think the main point of this is that she didn't seem like she was right into into it it, seems like he's doing it for himself yeah so rather than for their point of their mutual gratification yeah so now if anyone wants any dark romance Oh my I got God. a shit ton for you. Hilarious. There's, have you ever seen those like this is off topic, but those like TikToks where it's like, or the I guess your Instagram reels where it's like me trying to get into heaven, but God's seen my <laughs> to, like my to be read. You need to <laughs> read hooked to them. I know I do because do you we, have the physical copy. Yes, I do. Okay, can I borrow it? Yes, you can. Okay, it's good. I liked it a lot. Um, I've liked both of her books that I've read actually. Um, okay, so now police are super suspicious because of the severity of those videos, right? Like, they're like, she, this doesn't seem. Something seems not right. Yeah, something seems non-consensual here. Yeah. So they don't unfortunately have enough to actually arrest Chris for anything. So when police interview her friends, uh, the friends also tell police that they had seen bruises on Kelly's wrists and neck, but she always kind of laughed them off as like a wild night and then changed the subject, which now that we know about that video, which I'm sure she wasn't telling her friends like, oh, when I have sex with Chris, he likes to choke me until I pass out. Like, I'm sure that's not a conversation that you're necessarily having with people. If you, I mean, we might with our very close friends. Right but not with like yeah no i get what you're saying not with like your coworker, really close right. friends i'm well i might maybe you yeah <laughs> you might but i get in what you're general saying. your friends aren't gonna necessarily know that right. right so police also found what looked like a missing shower curtain in the bathroom oh that's never good no the hooks were still there but the curtain was gone so it was like someone had ripped the curtain okay yeah off of the hooks so, police bring in a cadaver dog named Molly, and she hits in several places, including outside the apartment door, in the parking garage on the level that Chris would park his car, the trunk of his car, the dumpster on the 18th floor, Chris's hallway, his guest bedroom, the master bathroom, <laughs> and on the master bed. Could they have hit anywhere else? And... The dumpster, or not the dumpster, the uh, trash chute. So the trash chute of his, like, yeah. So that's all, just just a couple places, you know. So like I said before, the video never showed Kelly actually leaving the video or the building. Sorry, that was confusing. Let me start that sentence over. The video never showed Kelly leaving the building, but it did show her coming in the night before leaving with Chris to go out and then coming back in to spend the night. So police know that, like, more than likely she was in that building as of last sighting, right? Yeah. Police also believe that Chris and Kelly engaged in 
some again less than safe sexual practices um such as choking while they were high and drunk so already your your judgment might be impaired yeah and then you're adding a risky behavior to that so even though police didn't have anything to charge chris with kelly is in within kelly's disappearance they did charge him with possession of drugs and he was given 19 years in jail for that or in prison for that um and then here's kind of where a discrepancy came in in my research one of the sites i looked at said it was just for the drugs how many 19 years but they found lines of cocaine like still that's... yeah that's a lot and then pot oxycodone and hydrocodone that is a lot mm-hmm. especially like i just compare it to like some of these like mark wallace getting three years for kidnapping and yeah right it's, it's kind of a little honestly crazy. a little bit fucked but yeah um, but then the other one said that it was for the child pornography and a third uh-huh. one said that it was for both. Okay. So I could that see it being sense. for both. Yeah. That would make more sense to me. Yeah. But I don't, I just wanted to like lay it out that I didn't find a definitive answer. As police continued to work the case, they found that on the morning of October 11th, which is the day after Kelly went out with Chris. So she went out with him on the 10th. Um, Chris is seen leaving his apartment and then Kelly's phone goes dead. When police showed Chris's girlfriend, air quotes around girlfriend. Situationship. Yeah. Megan, the photos, uh, she told police that his apartment was missing a travel sized golf bag. The shower curtain that the hooks, uh, the shower curtain, comma, the curtain hooks that were bent had not been like that before. So she was like, those were totally fine last time I was there. There was also a towel and a rug from the bathroom that were missing. And then on the night of the 11th, he'd come to stay at her place and it seemed really off. <coughs> Pause. Cough break. I'm so sorry. That one hurt really bad. She also said that he had seemed really nervous that on on the 11th and that he was so sweaty that she had to change the sheets on her bed so that was really abnormal behavior behavior from him you need some water i do can you talk for a second what do you want me to talk about we can talk about how i went to the wild game last night and it was really fun again i'm so jealous sorry okay i think i'm okay okay (laughs) i'm so sorry you guys don't apologize that was crazy so on October 12th, Chris took a <clears throat> 160 mile trip to go and get, would you like to guess what he went to go get? A, a new shower curtain. Cheese. <laughs> From a place in Madison called Mouse House, which no, if it was I'm you, justifying. I'm justifying it. I would believe it. <laughs> And even more, I would believe it if it was a macaroni grill. Oh, fuck yeah. If there was a macaroni grill within 160 miles of our our homes. I would be there in a heartbeat. You'd be there every, like, other week. There's a macaroni grill at the Orlando airport. Oh, so sh- are we uh, going to go to the Orlando airport earlier than we need to so that so I, I can, can get some get macaroni? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, that'd be so funny. You, like, bring it on the airplane. <laughs> <laughs> this is my carry-on. <laughs> so, again... 
I would buy either of those things for you as a legit trip. But he literally just bought like a pound block of cheese from this place. Just one? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it was allegedly a gift for... It was like mild cheddar that he could get anywhere. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And it was allegedly a gift for Megan's parents. Wow. Yeah. So A lot of work for your situationship. I know. (laughs) I mean, she has a three-year situationship family. True. But, yeah. Um, Police believed that Chris disposed of Kelly's body somewhere along this 160-mile trip, but they were still unable to find her body. At least they weren't until May 1st of 2015. Two years later? Yep. Kelly's body was found 45 miles west of Milwaukee by a man out taking a walk, and Chris was finally charged with reckless homicide. It is believed that Chris and Kelly were having sex when Chris accidentally killed her Mm. by strangulation. Oh my god. By strangulation. Several of his You seem to be almost done. I am. I have like four bullet points. You got it. Several of his past partners from as far back as high school have said that he would bring his partner to the brink of death for his own gratification. When he realized that Kelly was dead, police believed that Chris wrapped her in the shower curtain from his bathroom, took her body out to his car in a large golf bag, and then put it in the trunk of his car for the day. That's why he was so nervous at Megan's was because he yeah. they believe the body was still in the car and then dumped her body when he went on his what I'm calling a cheese trip. <laughs> cheese trip. Yeah. Defense tried to say that since cameras at Chris's apartment and around the apartment had not been saved that Kelly could have left around 9 a.m. of her own accord and was murdered by one of the other men that she was seeing on one of the dating apps. Fortunately, the jury did not buy that bullshit and found Chris guilty. He was sentenced to additional 31 years in prison. So that's where he still is. Good. Yep. Agreed. So my sources were chillingcrimes.com, wihomicide.com, and cbsnews.com. There is a 40 hours episode. Cool. About this. So that's why I wasn't sure if you'd heard it or not. No, I haven't heard that story. So (coughs) that was a good one, but sad. So, nice to have a conclusion, especially because, like, it's a lot like your story where it's, like, who a fucking else could it be? Right. Right? Like, the chances of it being somebody else at this point are, like... Pretty slim. Slim to none. Yeah. So. Yep. Cool. Well, our socials are MW Madness Podcast on Instagram and Gmail and Midwest Madness Podcast group on Facebook. And... Yeah, we hope you guys have a great rest of your week. I think after it's my ber- it's my birthday. Yeah, I think the next time we record, it's gonna be after the, the day it'll post. post the day after my birthday. So you'll be a big two nine, baby. Okay, shush. You're it's fine. You're killing it. You're doing great. It's fine. I'm fine. I'm not fine. Okay. Hey, you know what? You're always gonna be younger than me, baby. That's true. <laughs> You're that going for welcome. Me. But I'm the oldest one of all my friends. Yeah, that's hard. I'm I'm I used to be, but I'm not anymore. It's crazy because I'm almost a full year older than older two than, of my friends. Oh my god, that's right because they're August birthdays. August birthdays, yeah. Jesus, isn't that weird? Yeah. That's like they're closer to Allie's age than they are yours. No, no, right in the middle. Yeah, but to some of my, you know, some of my other friends. Mm-hmm that are younger than me but anyway all right guys have a great two 
Tuesday. Sure. Have a great Tuesday. <laughs> and also a great week. <laughs> Bye. Bye.